So uh, this is the last hour of the show. It's eight minutes after 11. What we're going to be discussing right now is uh, something that's going to be very interesting. The Social Development Minister, um, Lindy Wezulu, is calling on relatives who are looking after orphans to apply for a CSG top-up of 240 rands. There's a bit of a gray area here. So we're going to be joined by Lumka Olifant, who's the spokesperson for the Department of Social Development, to give us an understanding um, so that there are no grays. It's black and it's white, and we understand exactly what this uh, top-up grant, the CSG top-up grant, is about. And if who qualifies, what is the criteria to qualify, and how did it come about, and how long is it going to last for. Um, so please make sure you are tuned in. For now, we're going to go to some of your voice notes, um, some are taken from our open line, uh, talking um, ESCOM new board, or talking the new um, uh, ANC, new a, the new uh, mayor of uh, the metropolitan area of uh, Johannesburg uh, who is uh, from the ANC in the coalition government that is leading uh, the city of Johannesburg. We also had a discussion with um, uh, Professor Rechter around the study that she did of 3,000 young people. These young people uh, were all born in the year 1990. What are your thoughts and your takes? Let's go to your messages. My take is on John Chope when he said the law has to be changed. He's despising the law and he's still a judge. The law that he's dispensing in the courts, I mean, I think the JSC should struck him off the role. He shouldn't be a judge really. Why should everything be aligned with Africanism, as if we are not really human beings, we cannot think. We want everything to be compromised and come to our level of Africanism, because that's what he was was saying. I was so disgusted. This guy, is, you know, likes grandstanding. Matibang, thank you. Previously. Can City previously, I mean some years ago, after 2007, I used I used not to like the idea of e privatization of e SOEs. Believe you me, urgently, government must sell this uh, stupid moron escom i'm sick and tired of this thing you 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 appliance electrical appliances your food on the fridge you know it's chaotic so to speak to be honest with you there's gonna be a new disease in our in us as human beings uh, that will be done by caused by ooh, this load shedding. It's going to be called load shedding virus. Greeting Godite hearers of the station. You see, I'm interested in this SACP, the Communist Party issue. Uh, these people, they do their mathematics. They see now, look, 
1994, they were sitting with 13 million votes. Now they are sitting with 7 million votes. It means people, if they do not vote ANC, obvious case, they suffer even themselves. They see the ship is sinking, so it's better to rush, close the stable door before the horse bolted. Hey, they must get out from this mess. To see from bye. Good morning, Patricia. Uh, with regards to the question that you asked, if we, people are happy with the candidate for, of the ANC for the mayoral position in Johannesburg, uh, I don't think one would be happy when it comes to collision because even if it's a candidate from the DA, uh, we, uh, if I voted for IFP, I won't be happy because I didn't vote for the DA. But that's how it, it, it happens when it comes to collision. Uh, that's my point number one. Point number two, uh, you asked also about uh, what caught our attention over the weekend. I'm a bit concerned about the, the use of alcohol, especially when it comes to teenagers. Things that we saw in our townships, it's not something that we, we, we one would like this country to go going forward to, to, to see. Uh, the level of uh, uh, use of alcohol amongst uh, the teenagers in, in the country, it's, it's really worrying. You know, um, Sis Patricia, speaking of elections, I just got reminded of an episode in The Daily Show where Trevor Noah was making fun of American elections, saying every time they have to vote, there's voting this, voting that, vote, 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 vote. That just shows how much the people, the Americans, are included or are involved in the electoral system of their country. Unlike here in South Africa, we have politicians who are making decisions that will affect South Africans alone in, in, in those boardrooms or stuff. They, they, they don't include the people, and yet they call this country a democracy. I don't think South Africa is a democratic country. You know, I just think we're enjoying a tiny bit of democracy, like only half of democracy. We're not experiencing the full advanced democracy that tackles everything that involves the people. I think the ANC, they are still trying to reward themselves for taking us out of apartheid. I... Patricia and listeners, no, Pula is missing the point. If Pule wants the voters to adapt to the attitude of the uh, politicians and not the other way around. Politicians accepting that people want them to work together. Then we are in for a jungle situation. The politicians must accept that people want them to come down and they must drop their egos and work together. Well, those are your comments from earlier. It's uh, 15 minutes after 11. We are now going to be speaking to Lumga Olifant, who's the spokesperson for the Department of Social Development around this uh, top-up CSG that uh, they have initiated. Lumga, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Good morning. Good morning to you and good morning to your listeners. And thank you for giving us the opportunity.
Now, a lot of people were quite excited, intrigued, but also confused uh, when the minister announced uh, that uh, there is now, you know, the, the call for relatives who are looking after orphans to apply for the CSG top-up. Firstly, let's start here. Is this foster care grant top-up or is this a different category for orphans? Okay, uh, just to answer you directly, it's not a foster care top-up grant. And let me just go through how the foster care process works and how do we make a determination on what has been happening with the top-up grant. Firstly, the, fo- the, 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 foster care, the foster child grant is a grant that is there to be given to children who are in need of care and protection. And it does not necessarily have to be, uh, to be relatives. And the law also makes provision for the definition of what a, a, a child who is, need, is in need of care and protection. And now we go to this top-up grant. This top-up grant, we have seen that um, over the years, the foster care system has been clogged up, uh, you know, by many children who are not necessarily in need of protection, but just in need of, of care. And, um, and we have had to make sure that we amend the Social Assistance uh, Act. And here we have seen that when p- children also lose parents, you find that relatives take them. And, uh, and these children are not in need of care and protection that just need to be, you know, that are in need of, of, of care. Therefore, we then introduced this, this grant because some of the children, we find that they are already uh, getting the child support grant. The child support grant is eligible for every child who is, uh, whose, whose parents cannot afford to look after them. Therefore, we then said uh, as, as a department that we need them to top up the child support grant so that the relatives who are looking after our children and who are not necessarily in need of care and protection to be able to have this amount on top of the child support grant. It is not a new grant, but we realize that um, uh, relatives are looking after children, you know, and as a people we've been looking after children and uh, they don't have to go through the entire foster care process whereby you have to go through a court and the court must make a determination whether you, this child that you are looking after is in need of care and protection. With this one, you can just go at SASA and you produce your uh, your 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 the birth certificate of, of either your sister or whoever who may have lost and and and, and you are looking after the children. I, I, I hope I'm making a sense. All right, it does make sense. So these are already recipients of this uh, orphan grant who are going to be topping up. This top up is it is is, is it for a duration of time or is it um, um, going to be happening for the entire fiscal? Remember, the, the, the child support grant goes up to a child until she, the child is, is 18 years. So therefore, this also is going to uh, uh, go up until a child is 18 years old. Remember, a child is considered a child in this country um, until they are 18 years old. So the service goes uh, throughout the time uh, you are still deemed to be a child. All right. So it's going to be topped up and it's going to, if I'm not mistaken, come up to 720 per month for these recipients. Um, for these for these orphans, the people who are looking after them, whether it be an aunt, an uncle, a grandparent, you say all they need to do is produce a death certificate. 
would they also need proof of of um, the, the 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 grant that they are initially getting or not? Remember, we 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 have got it in the system. So if you 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 are a relative that is already receiving a child support grant for on behalf of a child, you are already on our system. The only thing that we need is to prove that that the person has passed away. But we also remember, uh, 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 we also know that uh, you know it is mostly women who are looking after children and are heading families. You find that the sister or the brother who will be looking after the orphan doesn't know where the father of the child is, but has got the death certificate of one or of, of, of the mother's, you know, a, a birth certificate, you will be required to do a, a, an affidavit to say that you don't know the other parent. It could be the mother as well, and you are the father that's uh, looking after this. Uh, you are the, 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 the paternal relative of, of, of the child who is now orphaned. So you just have to... And make sure that you have that, that affidavit and also the, the death certificate. Remember as well, our system is also connected to the to the Department of Home Affairs. So we are able to also see, you know, uh, the death at, at, at Home Affairs. This is why when a, a child loses a, a caregiver, the grant is the first thing that we are able to cut because we already have a communication with the Department of Home Affairs. Well, the lines are open if you've got questions around this uh, CSG top-up uh, grant that is being given to orphans. From it being 480, topped up with 240 rand, will now be 720 rand. If you've got questions or you need some clarity, Lumga Oliphant, who's the spokesperson for the Department of Social Development, is with us. And you can call in on 086-000-2032 or send a WhatsApp on 614 SMS is go to 41391. Now, there's also the reality that we live with here in South Africa, and that is the reality of child-headed households. So children who have been orphaned, um, the eldest person in that household is also a child under the age of 18. How would they then um, go about applying for this top-up? Remember as well, um, when you are talking about child-headed households, you find that um, the social security of the country has already kicked in. You, when I say social security, you find that the children have a home, they have water, they have electricity, they go to school, they have all the other basket of services. And the only thing that they need is a is, 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 is an older person to be able to look after them. But we also find that children have been saying very strongly that they do not want to be institutionalized they also do not want to be separated from the other siblings. Hence, we have a provision for a child-headed household. So if you are 16 years old and, and you are looking after your siblings, you can be able to get this, um, this, this, grant, this, this grant for your, for your siblings without having to go through that long process of the, foster, of the foster care. Remember, I said in the beginning, Children can be orphaned, but they are not necessarily in need of care and protection. You find that the only thing that they need is the care part, which the law also makes provision for. So the same way that the children and the, the, the older persons that are looking after these children, they can also have that. But it will always be important for a social worker 
to have a report of that household so that you can be able to assess what are the needs of the children. So when there is a child-headed household, uh, a social worker has to be in, uh, has to be involved so that that assessment can be made uh, uh, for the children to get all services, including um, who is going to look after the siblings. I hope I've answered you correctly. Uh, well, it, it makes absolute sense, and uh, it, it's clear to me. Let's hear what our A-team listeners are saying on our WhatsApp number 614 There's a voice note. Uh, morning, SFM. Uh, Terence speaking. Yeah. I would like to understand from the Sasa lady there, how will they make sure that the person that says she's a foster to that child, spends that money accordingly to that child. Because where I live, I know some women who they just take the child because of they want that money. And the child now ends up suffering. And they, on their side, the Sasa people, they don't follow up to see that Okay, is is it really the money is been is, is really used for for the child's uh, 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 um, upbringing? How will they? Why they don't do that? Well, uh, yeah, I hear you. Our A team is saying around foster care. How do you ensure that um, the fitness of caregivers? Are, are, are taken into consideration before grants are issued out. I mean, let's take it further. Even for this child support grant that we are talking about, because you've differentiated between the foster care grant and this child support grant top-up we are talking about, how will then, outside of the fact that only those who are 18 and under, then a social worker will come in and do a means assessment of that uh, household, but what then happens to the household's uh, of those who are older than 18? Because it's not always the case that those guardians or parents or grandparents or aunts and uncles are, are fit to parent that child. Are you coming to me? Yes. yes. You, 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 you know, for the foster care, for the foster care system, it, it is, the social workers do go and check how the children are staying every two years. But it is also important when people are, are, are finding these things uh, in their communities, that it is also an, an obligation on all of us that if you are seeing that something is happening to children especially, we are obligated to report when you see things. Because sometimes people say that, I know this is happening, but nobody's coming forward to say that um, the children are not being looked after, the money is being misused, and so forth and so forth. Remember, there are things that um, everybody is, 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 child protection in general, um, I must say, that we have an obligation to make sure that whatever government is trying to put in place, be it education, be it health, if these services are not getting to children, it is an obligation on us to make sure that we report when we see things are not being done properly, especially when it comes uh, to children. We try to make sure that we send our social workers, and also most of the time, children speak to their teachers, and when 
students speak to their teachers and they tell them these things are happening to their lives, these things are also reported because we know that in schools there are social workers that are working uh, with uh, the Department of Basic Education uh, all the time. And we get these things uh, from people when we see that uh, things are not done properly. And sometimes children say themselves, we have a children's parliament every year, and children tell us when, uh, when, when, when their parents are not using their money and also their caring and protection properly. Because remember, we, the most important things in this, in, in, in this foster care system is not the money. The most important thing here is that children are looked after and they are cared and protected. And we seem to be always focusing on what ha- what happens uh, to the money. But are the children getting the caring and the protection? When you see that children are not getting the caring and the protection, it is an obligation to please come forward and report to us so that we can be able to send the services to children. I've got another voice note. Let's go to it. Good morning, Patricia. It's Zanele in Deben. You know, most people end up stuck in child support grant, even though they're supposed to get the foster care, because it's delayed. The way it's delayed, it's delayed up until that child reach 18 or 19. So, you know, the way the social workers are playing it, we might uh, even think that they are just taking it for themselves. How? Okay, sure. I was not aware that, uh, you know, there's also such delays from a child being maybe six up until a child is 18. What then happens here if there's a delay from the social worker and there is a need? I mean, yes, you've said, Lumka, that it's not only about the money, but it's about how the child is taken care of. But let's be honest, without money, there's no food on the table. So that impacts heavily on care. Yes, I, I think I, I I also alluded to the fact that with uh, to the fact that when a child is is has lost parents, that child does not it does not mean that they are in need of care and protection. You find that families go for the foster church for the foster child grant. This is why we have made a pro, a provision for the relatives who are looking after children. For instance, if I may say, um, if I were, if I were to, if I were to pass away, you know, uh, tomorrow, and um, and 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 my sisters take my children, those children are not in need of care and protection, but they may be in need of care. This is an example I'm making. This is also what we want to rectify, that. The children who are in need of care and protection are the children who must be in the foster care. And also the foster care system goes through a court process. And and, and and that family and those children must be declared by the court that they are in need of care and protection. And then the grant comes after. So, yes, you will find that the children who are in the care of relatives and have lost their parents, they are in the CSG. And we are acknowledging this fact by having that we have a top-up grant that is going to help these relatives that are looking after our children who are not in need of care and protection but just need to be cared for so that they can be able to have some form of 
uh, money that they're going to be able to look after the children. Uh, Lumka, we're going to go to uh, the news headlines, right? And after that, I want you to expand more of this uh, need for care and protection. What determines it? Because a child is a minor, and it, at any level, in my thinking, a child would require care and protection from elements, not only from violence. Let's go to the break and we'll, to the news, and we'll be back with that later. Hashtag SAFM Talking Point. Patricia Dooley on SAFM. Remember that you're more than welcome to ask your question around the child support grant top-up that uh, the uh, Social Development uh, Department has uh, issued out, uh, the top-up of 240 rands. Our guest is spokesperson for the department, Lumka Olifant. 0614104107, that is our WhatsApp number, SMS number is 41391, and you are most welcome to call in on 086-000232. Lumka, before we went to the break, I was asking you, I mean, what what separates? Because you've said that the foster care grant and the child support grant are two different. And one of the elements that differentiate the two, you said, is whether a child needs care and support or just support. And I've said to you, from a layman's understanding, every child who's a minor needs care, not only from violence, but from from elements. Yes, um, um, the law uh, does uh, give a definition of who a child is in need of care and protection. It will be a child who is abandoned, it will be a child who is uh, abused physically, sexually, and, 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 and otherwise. And uh, we also, during the amending of the children, of the ch- of, of, of the children, during the children's amendment bill, we've also tried to make sure that we, we, we are more pronounced when we speak about children who are in need of care and protection and also when we speak about um, children uh, who are in the care of relatives. I, I did allude to the fact at the beginning of the conversation that we are a people that looks after our children, especially those who lose their parents. I always may also made an example about it, you know, a, just an example about myself. You find that children uh, do have a home. You find that they do have relatives that they are, are staying with, and they are in a stable home. And there is there's already some protection that is happening in that home. But you find those who are in need of, of care and protection, there's nobody who's looking after after them at all. And they need to be either taken by new families for fostering, they need to be taken uh, into an institution, you know, and, um, and, and, and these are the children that we are, we are speaking about. Yes, we agree that um, children are vulnerable in nature and they need all these things. But we know that Sometimes and most of the time, when 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 children lose the parents, you find that the granny is there looking after them. We find that an aunt is there looking after them. There is a home. They go to school. They have all these things that are provided for for children. And the only thing that they may just need is that monetary value that we have now made a provision for. And sometimes we have seen that the children who are staying with their grandparents, the grandmother goes to get, you know, the, the child support grant. Now we are saying that granny who is looking after the orphan who is a relative of the, of, of, of the children now can go 
to a SASA office and get this top-up grant. And also we are saying that those who are in the foster care system, they're not going to be taken out of the foster care system. They will be seen through uh, they are, they are, their term until the child is 18 years old or a child is able to look after themselves. But with this one, we are saying that relatives who are looking after orphans must come forward and be able to get this top up. We've got more voice notes. Let's go to them. Morning, SAFM. I tell you this, uh, the challenge is that the young mother who's receiving the grant from the Department of Social Development, uh, once she gets that grant for her little baby, the family at home where she is from, they stop supporting the mother herself. So in that little grant that the young mother is receiving, it ends up having to look after the mother who is a young mother where at the same time this young mother still need to be looked after in terms of her needs clothing uh, whatever you can call it but now because when she had her little baby the mother who who was a grandmother also has other children which she's got a big challenge now this young man is uh, this young baby's grand end up having to cover both the young mother and the grand so it's a cycle of poverty which it's not it doesn't have it has no end until the family themselves think otherwise to not to have children or to look after themselves one way or another um hi sfma this issue um, um um touches me sensitively because yesterday we buried our um, my sister-in-law who is my wife's sister who passed away uh, last week sunday she left behind three kids one of them is one month old so after the funeral there was a meeting about who is going to take and look after this child um so upon um, volunteer volunteering on taking care of these three kids the issue was about this small one the one month old as to whether the person who is going to take care what are the procedures to follow in order to um uh, apply for the grant and things what what is the procedure i am I don't know. I only tuned in so late. I don't know whether that was discussed or whether it's it's it's, it's relevant to what you are discussing. Thank you. Sure. The sad reality of South Africans mm-hmm. day in and day out, Lumka, and hence uh, the work that you're doing at the Department of Social Development is so key and critical. I'm, I'm going to thank you again for giving us, you know, your time to elaborate on, on, on uh, this uh, CSG top-up, right? Because it's quite important, clearly. You've heard our, our listeners saying just this weekend, they were discussing issues around child support grants. So maybe for the benefit of this 18 listener, let's go through what sort of child support grant they are eligible for. What is the process uh, they would need to follow? You see, the, 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 um, the case of the last caller, it would definitely need to have a social worker because there's one more, there's more than one child. And also there is quite a very, an, an infant, you know, uh, involved in this case, so I hear him saying that they 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 are able to look after the the, the, the three kids, but now they are concerned about the, the very small baby. So that then will need to to be looked after by a social worker to be able to say 
are we going to remove the children to go to to to, to stay at a, a a child and youth care center together with the infant? Are they going to uh, uh, look after all of them? What are the families uh, saying? Um, uh, you know, towards all of the children, government does not want to institutionalize children. And also, government does not want to separate siblings. But uh, an assessment would uh, would need to be made for uh, for this particular family. If I could please have the details. Um, I don't know whether in that WhatsApp group that you have, you are able to see the number, uh, and then I can be able to refer the case to our social workers to be able to go and do the assessment and we find out what is in the best interest of all the children. All right. What we will do is that um, uh, the show producers, Lebu Nokanya, are going to give you, Lumga, the WhatsApp number that we receive. Please do help them. Please to assist them, um, and 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 also not only them, everyone who needs this help. So let let's talk about this plight. Um, the, the the first voice note spoke about the sadness of the reality that once a, a, a child support grant is given, then the rest of the family would then be dependent and reliant on this grant and stop, you know, the assistance that they were giving the young lady initially. I mean, how can we go about dealing with this? Because this is an everyday reality. I was not, I, I, I didn't quite catch whether she was saying is that at when a, ch- a teenager falls pregnant and they were still on the system and now we have a child of the child who needs to be taken care of, I was not quite clear. Remember, the law obligates us to make sure that we look after the children until they are 18 years old, not just for the grant, but for all the child services that are, that are provided for, for children. Therefore, even if a, a child has a child in terms of of, um, of a teenager falling pregnant and having a baby, we don't stop the services. The child still has to go to school. Mm-hmm. The child is still going to have the transport, the grant, and the everything. So I was not sure whether she was worried that the grant stops for the teenager or the services stop for the teenager for as long as you are still deemed a child, you do get all the services that are given to children. Excellent to know because, uh, yeah, the conversation we had around uh, between 10 and 11 was around children who are 13 who are now parents themselves. So, yeah, it, it's, it's a reality once again. There's more voice notes. Um, I just want to check up something here um, so that we're able to disseminate the correct information. In terms of section uh, 150, um, subsection 1A, it's it's one of the provisions that says that uh, the child is in need of care protection if uh, that particular child is an orphan. Um, And uh, it it goes as far as saying that and that particular child doesn't have a visible means of support. Now, in the, in the case of foster care placement, uh, we find that the child is not an orphan per se, because only one parent probably passed away. The other one, the whereabouts are unknown. There we are, uh, social workers are expected to make an advert in terms of Regulation 56. So in this kind of a grant, where you find that one parent has passed away, the other one 
um, the whereabouts are unknown. What is it that the, these clients, uh, the applicant, are supposed to bring along to Sasa to make that application for this top-up? Thank you. Thank you for the question. Lunga? Yes, I, I, I did take care of the question because I L- did let's, say let's repeat it again, Lunga. Remember, not everyone has yes. been tuned in from the yeah. beginning for their yes. benefit. Yes, that if the families don't know the other parent as whereabouts, because we also understand that there are, it is mostly women who are heading homes and are looking after children. And most of the time, parents and relatives don't know the whereabouts of the other parent. You go to, uh, go to Sasa, they will assist you with doing an affidavit. But in the case of and of two parents having, uh, you know, of, of two parents lost by the children, the death certificates become important. But we don't, we don't not give uh, the grant because the, the relatives don't know whether the other parent is. You will be given a provision of you doing an affidavit and and and, and explaining the situation of the children, and then you will be able to get the top up grant. Um, I've got a question here. It's uh, from a WhatsApp message saying, I just want to check if individuals uh, can be able to apply um, for this grant if staying with a child while the father is still alive but can't afford to support the child. That is a child support grant, not necessarily a an orphaned child. Remember, if the one parent is alive, it does it means it means that you are that child is not an orphan. It's just it's, the child is with without a another parent. So if the father is can't 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 afford it, they can be able to get the child support grant, like all the other parents that um that 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 have children but cannot look after them, uh, and we give a child support grant too. Okay, more voice notes. Good morning, SAFM and the guest. Can I say this? The truth being told, the social workers, they do shallow jobs, and if not, at nothing at all. We work in a community as an NGO. We were in Ilovu in KZN, and the nearest office of social workers is in Bombolu. You can call them as many times as you can. They will never come out. You will have to go to their offices on behalf of somebody and somebody else's child. I work with young mothers most of the time. And there's a lot of challenge with the grant money, that is true. But it's like an unending uh, game, if you call it, because there's no solution into it at all. Uh, this is Daniel Joshua Challenge. As far as the child care grant is concerned, I believe in some cases those grants are abuse. And what are steps taken to ensure that these grants are used for children? Because some of the girls have children, the children are left to the grandparents, the girls are going somewhere else, they collect the money, they spend the money and the grandparents got to support the child. So I believe that this should be monitored and the person that's actually giving the care and taking care of the child should be given the grant. Not the mother or the person that claims the grant and they should be ensure. 
So, Lumka, you know, there's just so much that South Africans are picking up around grants. And obviously, this is something that you do say you monitor. You say every two years there is monitoring. And uh, uh, clearly, communities should come forward and report when they know of such uh, cases. Because you can't have your finger in every single household's uh, pot. Um, And we also need to play our role as community. But before we let you go, is it possible for you to give us contact details where community can report uh, cases of ill management of children and also of uh, the, the, the actual grant itself and also give us contact details where people can apply for this a CSG top-up and other grants? Yes, um, I, I also just want to, 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 to just clarify some of the things that are coming up. Okay. Um, most of the time, we, we people make assumptions that the grant is being misused in the majority. In the majority, the grant goes to children. We have seen in terms of our reportings and also the children that we see that are going and, and, and passing matric that um, it is always the children on our system. And, and secondly, you go to any community on the first of every month, you see there is a buzz, people are buying food. The most of the majority of the money that is being used for this grant, it goes um, to children. It goes to uh, to buying food uh, for children. And um, I think um, when we when we speak about the abuse and also where uh, where who should get the money, we are saying that the the grant must be given to the person who is looking after the child. So if you are a grandmother and your and your daughter is, is, is taking the money on behalf of the child but doesn't doesn't stay with you, you find that sometimes uh, the child is staying in Eastern Cape and the mother, uh, you know, uh, draws the money in Kauti. At most times, we are able to, to, to pick up when that happens because if the child is in school, we are able to check that the child goes to school in the Eastern Cape. And most some other times, we may not be able to pick that up. Therefore, we are saying that if you are a granny as well and you know that your child is misusing the grant and not staying with the children, you are looking after the child. It is also a responsibility to make sure that um, we report, uh, report your own child. Because if the child is taking the money and not giving it to the children, there's an obligation on families to report that, um, that, that misuse of the grant. But most of the time, in the majority, the money goes uh, to buying food. And there's no, there's no doubt about the fact that there are sections of the people who are misusing the grant, but the majority goes to where it's supposed to go. And it's, it's important that, that people who want to apply for the top-up, they can go to their nearest SASA and be able to apply for the grant. You need to make sure that you bring a death certificate of the, of the, of the parent who has passed away. Should you not be able to, uh, to account for the other parent, uh, as we also uh, had seen, you will be required to do an affidavit. But for the child-headed household, a social worker will have to make sure that that is done. I also picked up that there was an issue about uh, social workers. And when you do have an issue about social workers, social workers also have a council where they report to uh, for their uh, misconduct. We also can be, be able, if you, if you pick up that a social worker is doing something not um, according to uh, the profession, 
there is a council for social workers uh, where you can be able to to report that. But again, when there's a child who you see that um, there's some uh, there's some um, uh, you know violence that's happening up to the child or there's some misuse of services towards the child, we have a GBV command center in the department where you can be able to report these things that are happening to children so that we can be able to get our services there. The gender-based violence command center number is 0800-428-428. You can call there or you can send the please call me on star 120 star Lumga, thank you so very much for joining us and shedding light on this. Uh, Let's hope everything goes well for this uh, CSG top-up. Thank you so much.